0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: Well, the Alabama primary election for 2022 is now over. The statewide races and their results are now in. For the Republican Party, Kay Ivey received 55% of the vote and will not go to a runoff against her challengers. Ivy is now the Republican candidate for the governor's race. Lindy Blanchard came in second with 19% of the vote and Tim James with 15%. In the Senate race, there will be a runoff between Katie Britt and Mo Brooks, since both came in at under 50% of the vote. In the open seat of the 5th Congressional District, which is currently held by Mo Brooks, Dale Strong and Casey Wardinsky are headed to a runoff vote. For Secretary of State, Jim Ziegler and Wes Allen are headed to a runoff. For state auditor, Andrew Sorrell and Stan Cook will also be engaged in a runoff. For attorney general, Steve Marshall handily cruised to a victory with 89% of the vote. State Supreme Court candidate will be Greg Cook since he got 54% against Deborah Jones. For public service commission, place one, a runoff will take place between Brent Woodall and Jeremy Odin. For place two, a runoff will be held between Chip Beaker and Robert McCullum. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth ran unopposed. In the Democrat primary, there will be a runoff election between Yolanda Flowers and Malika Fortier to be the Democrat candidate to run against Kay Ivey this coming November. In the Senate candidate race, William Boyd easily won with 63% of the vote. Democrats did not challenge the other statewide races, but in the open seat of the 5th Congressional District, Kathy Warner Stanton became the Democrats' candidate for November with 58% of the vote. The primary runoff election will be on Tuesday, June 21st. Six of Alabama's congressional members are getting banned from ever entering the country of Russia. Representatives Robert Adderholt, Mo Brooks, Jerry Carl, Barry Moore, Gary Palmer, and Terry Sewell were all placed on a list with 963 other Americans who will no longer be permitted into Russia That list was created by the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs due to the conflict going on in Ukraine with Russia having invaded back in February. Mike Rogers was not put on this list for some reason, but another former congressman, Mike J. Rogers from Michigan, was placed there. So there may be some confusion by Russian officials in that regard. Alabama's two senators, however, were not named or banned for some reason. Residents of Tuscaloosa and the West Alabama area are seeking to become more informed on how to identify and stop human trafficking after a missing teen from Chicago was found at a Tuscaloosa hotel. 17-year-old had been in the hands of traffickers for more than a month when hotel workers sensed that something was wrong when that teen showed up at the hotel. The West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force says that they are now getting more calls for their training program from businesses and groups who want to be able to spot the signs of human trafficking. Captain Phil Simpson spoke to WBRC News.
0: People who seem to have a third party monitoring them. Somebody hovering in the background that's watch, watching them maybe drops them off so that they go into a room and then come back out and get in that vehicle with that person or somebody that always seems to be in the background whenever this person is around.
1: The task force is now scheduling those classes with the groups to help in future situations. The filming for a horror movie has been wrapped up in northern Huntsville rather than Hollywood. Dark Entities is the name of an independent film that was written and directed by Brandon Mecklemore. The movie will feature local actors from the Tennessee Valley and is based on the concept of a family inheriting a mysterious home with dark secrets involved. The film is likely to go to national and international distribution since Hollywood reps are showing an interest in the film. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. A terrible shooting occurred in Uvalde, Texas, and has left 14 young children dead, one teacher and the shooter as well. The shooting occurred at a Texas elementary school on Tuesday just afternoon. The Uvalde consolidated independent school enrolls just under 600 students. Governor Greg Abbott spoke to the public following the tragedy.
0: There is swift action being taken by uh, local law enforcement uh, as well as the Texas Department of Public Safety. Uh, they obviously Uh, now know who the shooter was and the shooter is no longer alive. Let me give you some details and then I'll give you a summation about that. Uh, The shooter was uh, Salvador Romas, uh, an 18-year-old male who resided in Uvalde. Uh, It's believed that he abandoned his vehicle and entered into uh, the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde with with a handgun and he may have also had a rifle but that is not yet confirmed according to my most recent report. Uh, He shot and killed horrifically, incomprehensibly, uh, 14 students uh, and killed a teacher. Uh, Mr. Uh, Romus the shooter, uh, he, is, he, uh, he himself uh, is deceased uh, and is believed that responding officers killed him. It appears that two responding officers were struck by rounds but have no serious injuries. Uh, The Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Police Department is the investigating agency, and we will provide them uh, and the City of Uvalde substantial investigative and patrol assistance. We're in the process of obtaining detailed background information on the subject, his motive, the types of weapons used, the legal authority to possess them, Uh, and conduct a comprehensive crime scene investigation and reconstruction and identify and interview all witnesses and provide victim services and other support as needed.
1: Early voting in Georgia's primary election day, which is also shared by Alabama, showed a record turnout in the Peach State compared to the 2018 gubernatorial primary. This time, the primary has seen a 168% increase in early voting. This comes after new election laws were put into place by the state legislature. In the governor's Republican primary, Brian Kemp has won as the Republican gubernatorial candidate. He beat out his challenger, David Perdue, who was endorsed by Donald Trump. Stacey Abrams ran unopposed to be the Democrats gubernatorial candidate and another hotly contested race that was in the state of Georgia was regarding the re-election bid of Marjorie Taylor Greene. She had several challengers in the Republican primary seeking to unseat her but Marjorie Taylor Greene handily won a victory to run as Republican this coming November.
0: We will kick Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell off committees so they can no longer pervert our Constitution. And yes, If we work hard, and if we want it badly enough, we will impeach Joe Biden.
1: In the state of Indiana, there was no primary election, but the state legislature did override a veto coming from the Republican governor. Governor Eric Holcomb vetoed a bill that bans male athletes from identifying as females and competing in female sports programs. Both the state Senate and House voted to override that veto and procured enough votes to do so. The American Civil Liberties Union has already filed a lawsuit against the legislation, claiming that a 10-year-old boy who identifies as a girl wants to be on the all-girls softball team. The law is supposed to go into effect this coming July 1st. There are about 11 to 12 states that have already enacted some form of similar legislation that bans this type of transgender crossover into female sports. The interim president of the Southern Baptist Convention says that any secret list of past sexual abusers who were pastors or staff within that denomination will be released to the public. This comes after a 288-page independent report was completed by a Washington, D.C. group that was tasked with investigating how the abuse claims were handled by the SBC Executive Committee in the past 20 years. Interim President Willie McLaren held a teleconference this week and made a statement of grief and apology to the victims whose voices were silenced and ignored by SBC leaders.
0: And it's just really clear that no one in the SBC is beyond bawling and failing when it comes to sexual abuse. And the reality is this, is that we'll never know the full extent of the pain and the hurt um, that was caused to survivors um, care for the vulnerable Should be our most important concern when dealing with sexual abuse and so today on behalf of all southern baptists i want to issue a formal apology and say that we are sorry to the survivors for all that we've done to cause hurt pain and frustration we're committed today to gospel reconciliation that will lead toward um, lead toward peace and so um we have you in our prayers today.
1: Hyundai Auto Company out of South Korea is now issuing a recall of 239,000 cars due to seatbelt parts that can explode and injure the passenger. There have been three injuries reported so far two in the U.S. and one in Singapore. The recall is related to the driver and front seat passenger seatbelt pretensioners in the Hyundai Accents. Elantras, and Elantra HEVs. Hyundai dealerships here in the U.S. will replace those units free of charge if the vehicle owner brings their Hyundai in. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, remember that dropping me a five-star rating will help get this report out there on Spotify or Apple Podcast. You can do so when you go to the main page on either of those apps. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Thursday. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama.
0: Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find
1: honest news and Alabama values.